Good afternoon, all. Good afternoon, good afternoon. This is the Hondo Report Part 2. Now, again, now y'all know I don't go about episode to episode nonsense. I just tell you what I think was up during the episodes that I watch. Now, up to the last episode that just came on a couple nights ago, we talking about this competition getting the best of our youngins. Turn straight. And my girl, they all neck and neck. At the beginning, it looked like everybody was like, all oh, choose to get up. But now it kind of looked like it fading away. They're going into the second, third, fourth lap. This where the gap started widening up. Unfortunately, street and first, Chris in second, down at last. And Donnie ain't taking that to heart very well. He kind of want to be like, can't they consider our entire history on SWAT? Not just these last few weeks for this competition, but that is the point. But it is kind of, yeah, it isn't, it isn't exactly fair, but that is how they do it. And it kind of gives everyone a fair shake, especially for the ones who just got on SWAT or don't have a good reputation on SWAT. They could just be judged on what they do during the competition weeks. So it's good and it's bad, depending on who you are. It's bad for Tan, good for Street. Chris is either which way could swing. My girl, um, our two SWATs, our two SWAT girls, they up in front and helping each other. Being like, watch, Chris can pass you all, they can fly by. Unfortunately, after my boy got his certification for driving, it looked like he didn't get any more good stuff. While... Tan, I mean, Street got his master gunner, and Chris still going harm on everything. So, everybody kind of falling by, and I mean, even the vets that they have it. I mean, the vets was like, it was legit. I mean, I was, I was dying laughing. Like, the vets was like, no, boy, sorry, you, you were right. You was up in front at first, but unfortunately, you kind of mellowed out, and it was kind of, what did it say, 15 to 1? Ooh, that was a mess. I didn't feel bad. But that's just the way it is. So, Dan is out of the racing. I mean, he tried to do one, the Lail Mary, in this episode where he risked his life, which he does not normally do. He's usually the most calm and most reliable person on the team. Rondo could always count on him. She don't, he don't need to be checking on him. He could check on him for, like, maybe personal life or if he's doing okay. But anyway, you don't have to. Dan always on, on point. He always on point. But unfortunately, my boy was feeling the pressure. And he knew right after he did it that it was reckless and he has a family to think about. He has a mom. He has a fiance. Like, this was dumb of him. He realized it immediately. I mean, he even talked to Luca via, um, what it was, FaceTime, I guess, trying to get some advice on what to do. I mean, he took Luca's advice, but he didn't take it the way it was supposed to be taken. Luca never said to risk your life, and you know better. And he knew better. As soon as he, as soon as he did it, he regretted it. He went to Hondo, told him, "Sorry, like this competition isn't doing me any good. So I'm gonna tell Chief to just take my hat out of the ring. This isn't doing, this isn't doing me any good. I can't do this competition." It's affecting my daily work and possibly could get me killed. So, my boy dropped out. So now it's just straight and Chris. Now, 
Chris still a little iffy on if she can be able to do it with all the privilege that Street has been getting, you know, being guy, white, all these chances, and he's still able to come with Master Gunner and this nonsense, and he ain't even trying. My girl, how? I don't know if you'd call it a chip, but she has a problem. I mean, it's understandable. But some people are just born with that talent, and some people gotta work their ass off to get it. And although they may end up in the same place, it certainly don't feel all that great when you actually see it in action. So Street is having problems with Molly. I mean, they were going strong until Mommy Dearest called. Unfortunately, Molly Dearest be like, mm, I sick, but Street was like, you ruined my basically everything I ever had in my life. Why should I believe you now? And even if you are sick, why the hell should I come? I tried to do right by you, and all you do is blame me for everything. Like, I am the problem with your life. Your life would have still been a mess even if I wasn't here. And unfortunately, with Molly's job being in social work and seeing women like Street's mom who actually need help, but because Street's mom is kind of mimicking, it's like, Street's mom does need help. Like, she is one of those battered women who need help, but you know what they say? You can't help someone who doesn't want to be helped. She doesn't want to be helped. She just puts herself in a victim role, and that's it. She don't do nothing else for it. She just wants people to come to her and help her. I mean, like, even if they come to her and help her, if she doesn't actually do anything for herself, it won't actually make a difference. Not a lick. I think we all know. You do something for yourself. That's the only way you change. And things don't end up repeating themselves. Even if someone helps you, they can't be there 24-7. Anyway. So, how did Molly get into a fight? Because apparently whenever Molly asks him throughout their relationship, what's up with your mom? And you know, Molly have problems with her mom with the fact that she had to watch her mom die. And she don't have it anymore and she really wants her. But Street's just letting his mom go to the wayside. And because he never explained the whole situation, it looks pretty bad. And then Chris had to be the one to tell him to get off his high horse and explain to Molly why the reason you're like this. She can't be expected to read your mind or know what you think i mean i guess you two know each other but this is kind of one of those chips on each other's shoulders that you guys have you're blind to it when it comes to certain things i'm sure molly is blind to it and when it comes to certain things for you i'm sure you're blind to it y'all two just gonna have to sit down talk and just hash it out walking away from each other not talking to each other breaking up you're gonna let your mom ruin something else for you like this go and explain yourself straight I was so at crisp with that conversation. I was like, she may have overstepped, but you still didn't explain the fact that she shouldn't have overstepped in the first place. You know what? You know what they did wrong if you don't explain it to them. Maybe she'll apologize afterwards. Maybe she won't. But your attitude towards the entire thing wasn't all that great either. Let's see. I don't think anyone else had a side story that I missed. Let's check my notes. Okay. I'm still up in the back. Hondo trying to figure out what side he's on, the police or, you know, his. You know, with the marches and Leroy. And don't forget Daryl's dad coming out. And it's kind of like a whole thing, but he tries to meet Leroy in the middle, but Leroy be like, I'm sure you're not going to be in the middle. Mm hmm. Yeah, he is with him, but he knows how he'll actually be in the following Thank <laughs> you.
help. Raising a kid by yourself is a hard ass work. And it's not work for the faint of heart. And if you could have a proper partner through it all, you should take it. And I think the mom would deny Daryl's help. I mean, the parents might, but the mom shouldn't. I'm sure once the mom reaches, I don't know, maybe older, and she has more rights for herself and her child, maybe Daryl will have more instances to be with his son. Right now, he just got to build up his resume so they can't say nothing. He just throw it in their face, be like, pop, you can't say nothing to me, nothing. That's Daryl got to do. Leroy need to get off his high horse and just do come to an understanding with Hondo. I mean, like, I understand the fact that you being seen with your own son is apparently a bad thing, and it kind of sucks balls. Yeah, the system is whack. The rules are put against you, but come on now. You didn't do, Daryl didn't do anything wrong. He still wants to hang out with you, but he still wants a future. I mean, he'll hang out with you. He'll probably hang out with you not as much and not as grounded areas, but that's his father. It looks bad with gang activity and nonsense, and well, I think Daryl is still on parole. So he has to be careful as well. So I need you on parole as well. So y'all being close to each other, it's rigged. The system is rigged, but still. I mean, black people can't see their own black people because most of them is criminals, so they can't be around their own people, which means they have less support, less community. Sometimes they don't have nowhere to live. The system is rigged. And we understand that, but you understand that? So does Hondo. I mean, like, He's he is suffering between which side he need to fall on. You need to come to a in between for Daryl. It's your son. You love him. You want to hang out with him. You want the best for his life and your grandchild, don't you, Leroy? That's what you need to do. You need to come to an understanding, a common ground. Don't brush off nonsense. You need to get your grandmas involved because it look like mine is only listen when mommy is come. Hondo need to bring his mommy and look like Leroy need to bring hers. His I never actually saw Daryl's grandmother on Tingham's side. That's actually interesting. We are mom alive? Or maybe like some mother for the mother figure in the community that he respects. Maybe it's Hondo's mom too. But something need to happen here. They need some sort of referee because Daryl ain't waking. He fallen in between and he's gonna fall in between the cracks at this rate. Is life already on track? I don't want him to get off track because of Leroy and Hondo's bitching at each other i mean they're both for good reasons but still okay i think that is it for the hondo report okay chris is very dominated in the promotions she's trying to figure out what the hell she's supposed to be doing let's see because the promotions are male-dominated. She doesn't really have a lot she needs to do. And, you know, the defund the police activism is still going on on set and in the show. So it's very relevant to the times, at least to the times in the U.S. Oh, and they did have that memorial thing. It was very nice. That memorial. I had to give it. That episode gave me life. I mean, I didn't like the fact that somebody was trying to ruin it, but... Whole memorial and the whole police coming out for the community and trying to, you know, get all with each other, family, 
closeness community. Everybody waking together on and on. I appreciated that episode. Anyway, thanks for listening. This is the Honda Report. You can follow me at the Queen of Riddle on Twitter and Tanisha Fujibayashi on Instagram and Facebook. Bye. Be safe during Corona. Yeah.